it. All right. We are live and ready to go. Welcome to Two Queens and Crystal Things, the podcast where we are on some manifest your life, shift your mind, and raise the consciousness type of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I am Christy. And I am Mia. And you can consider us your spiritual tour guides for the next hour. Um, we're on our second week edition. Two. Yeah, week two. Week episode. Week, week two. Episode. So last week we introduced ourselves and we told you a little bit about um, who we are, where we've been, our spiritual journey, our gifts, what we, um, what we're going to be talking about on this. Uh, what do you call this thing? This podcast and how we got to this place. So through these podcasts, we're sure you'll be introduced to different aspects of us as we speak on our spirituality. But today, we're talking about healing, self-healing, and accepting your spiritual gifts. Um, And don't forget, stay to the end because we'll share today's crystal and what it is, what it means, and also a channeled message from the spirit for the collective. So um, make sure you listen all the way through. All right, so let's talk about healing. Sexual healing. <laughs> we're, oh. Look, we're talking about all sorts of healing. We're going <laughs> to generalize it. We're going to say healing. Look, some people out there do need some sexual healing, to be honest. Ow, that's just come, me. Okay. But oh, uh, we are going to talk about healing today. And... You know, what does it mean? Like, what exactly does healing mean to you? How do you do it? And how do you get to the point where you know if you need it? So just really thinking about healing and, you know, considering the the times in our lives when we needed it and how I knew that I needed it. First of all, let's discuss what the word healing means in general. So the definition of healing, according to dictionary.com, I don't believe (laughs) It's the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. So healing, number one, I just want to make sure to address is going to be different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Healing is not going to look the same for me. It's not going to look the same for me. Um, But when I can first remember becoming aware of when I needed healing, I would say after my first marriage. That's when I knew, okay, something's not right. Wait, wait, for the record, let's, you know this perspective how old were you how old was i i was about 30 okay it took a lot of time keep going no this is interesting yeah so this is a point that she probably wants to make indirectly and she's just not saying it (laughs) maybe sending me messages intuitively but you know sometimes we wait a very long time to seek the healing that we need and so unfortunately i'm not going to say unfortunately because everything happens in divine timing But I was in my 30s when I actually sought to get healing and to fix the wrongs that happened not only from other people, but from myself to myself. And um, so after my first marriage, things, you know, things were physical, things, you know, were challenging. And it wasn't until I entered into a second marriage that I realized that I had a lot of baggage that needed to be cleaned out. Really? So it was it wasn't until you got married again that you realized that you needed the healing from the first marriage. That's interesting. Isn't that crazy? No, no, no. It's, it's, I'm gonna tell you. What's, so I would say that um, the real like okay, so what's going on? Check yourself, Mia. Healing started after my first marriage. Yeah. 
And that's why I asked you how old you are, honestly, is because when you said 30, I was uh, six months before my 30th birthday when the divorce was final. Um, so I wasn't even 30 yet. So let's just say I, I, I've made up for a lot of lost time <laughs> in a very short amount of time. But after the divorce. After the divorce. Yes, yeah, so I went through it that was, too. But I will say, though, it was... Um, it wasn't immediate. It was, I think I was still um, victimizing myself right. for for a while because it made me feel better. Yeah, um, which is so fascinating that you say that because I'm writing a book on healing. Uh, I'm not ready to share it just yet, but for those of you who share or follow me on my personal page, you'll see that I've been sharing snippets. But, you know, I, I actually talk about that and talk about just going through those phases of healing and interesting that you said that there definitely are phases i didn't i wasn't ready initially i think um it came a little bit once i started i was you know dating and thinking about being in a relationship again i was like oh i got a lot going on um and then i realized that i was holding on to my hurt like a security blanket ooh, and it was so yes. hard letting it go like of wait no, i can't let this go this is what allows me to feel like a victim this is what allows me to feel like I, I need help, or this is. Or it allows me to feel like I, I wasn't that, wrong. Right. That, that I'm, I'm, it, me being hurt means that I was I wasn't the one who did the hurt. That I didn't choose. That somebody hurt me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, now, now let's be clear. Sometimes that's true, but I'm, let's be honest, sisters. Sometimes we are uh, full knowing, allowing. We you know we we know what we're doing. We just hope. Yeah. We dating on the hope. Okay, I know he's a butthole right now, and I know that, like, he's kind of got fuckboy qualities, but I hope it's going to be okay. <laughs> and that's where we need to tap into those intuitive qualities. You got to listen to yourself. But it's interesting because I also realized that I needed heal- healing to be in a place where I realized I was holding on to hurt and it actually like felt good holding on to it and not letting go, let, letting it go. And that's what held me back from healing all of these years because I was afraid of letting that hurt go. Okay, so why do you think you were afraid of letting it go? So yeah, we are um, all right, I was like, wait, pause. <laughs> around the 4th of July, so you may hear different sound effects south side of chicago yeah that can be a celebration perhaps so every time you we hear fireworks we'll just celebrate but just Ooh. know that we're not going to go back and edit this so you no, we're just gonna be, well, welcome welcome <laughs> to the hood high park y'all come on <laughs> enjoy every bit of this episode with the additional sound effects thank you yeah <laughs> now back to our regularly scheduled program um what did i just ask you Pretty crap. Well, like, why did I hold on to it? Yes. So why do you think you went to hold on to it? Because it felt good. Because letting it go meant that I was vulnerable, and then letting it go meant that it was then time for me to heal from my wound. Because right now That's, I have that hurt you. covering the wound, and for me to let it go meant shoot. Now now I had to now I gotta pay I gotta attention to what's really going on. Right. Thank you for saying that. And I wasn't ready. I was not ready to do the work. I was not ready to acknowledge my issues. I was not ready to face my truth. And so holding on to the hurt for so long just allowed me to sit and wallow in the pain. And honestly, it became a security blanket for me. 
Like it was just something that I carried around and it felt comfortable. So you know what I, what I, what I did with mine, and this is unfortunate. Instead of addressing my own healing, I was always attracted to people who needed healing and right. I could help them. Me too. Me so too. So that made me feel like I was, you know, doing the noble thing. Right. Like, you know, help other I'm people. I'm helping you. I'm what fixing are you talking you. about? I'm making you better. You know, I'm over here trying to, you know, build a nigga damn company. Like, that's not what's up. <laughs> like, but in my head, I was healing and, but honestly, it was escapism. I didn't have to face my own stuff right. if I'm helping somebody else heal. But I mean, you can't right. heal people if you're not healed. Um, so I so I would say that um, after so it was after my first marriage, and then I got uh, I started dating um, who would be you know my second husband. Yes, I'm married. I'm divorced again, y'all. Judge all you want. I'm about to be um, divorced number two too, so it's okay. Just consider me a deal closer. <laughs> no. Celebrate! No, the only thing it means is she now knows exactly what she does not want. So, that's what we're going to say. Okay. I, I'm over here. Life lessons. Super happy, though. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Right. But, um, and I'm super happy, too. I'm with you on that one. I think that when I got into my second, rela- you know, what would be my second marriage, and some of those same issues were coming up that I thought, that I attribute it solely to, you know, I'm, of course I'm making myself a martyr, you know. And I'm like, wait a minute, how am I still attracting this? Like, this, this it makes absolutely no sense. I don't want this. I started realizing, no, there's something going on with you, sis. Like, what's up? Yeah. And I think... Um, and I was 30. You were 30. Yes. There goes the 30s again. And mm-hmm. just wondering why we wait this long to seek out healing. And I think, you know, something that's important to, to address, too, is why is healing important? I mean, why, why, why is it important for us to heal? Because so many of us tuck in, you know, we take stuff, sweep it under the rug, and we keep walking as if nothing happened. But at some point, you know, when we allow ourselves to do that, we put ourselves in a position where we're really not fully able to function as the person that we are destined to be yes ma'am because when you have all that shit underneath the rug and excuse me we do use profanity on this uh podcast yes, rated m for mature because we curse <laughs> mature audience only but so when you have all that shit hidden under the rug and you try to go about life you're not living in your truth and so for some it's easy to just live in just a false world and for other it's for other people it's really important for them to come to terms with themselves and that's where the healing takes place so I think healing is important because it allows us to get rid of all the junk, all of the dirt that has accumulated over the years. Spiritual dirt, too. Emotional dirt. Mm. Mental dirt. Mm. Dirt, dirt. You know? Relationship dirt. We're going to talk about relationships um, soon. But, yeah, so the, for, for me, that's what's important. That's why healing is important. What about you? I think, okay, so for me, healing is important because... We all have, the, um, everybody has a, a dream or a desire for prosperity. Um, now, of course, for every person, what that looks like, how it manifests it, you know, is different. It's according to them. But when, but when we're not allowing ourselves to really address every piece of us and fully mm-hmm. embrace who we are, mm-hmm. we're missing a piece of us. Yeah, we're we're n- no one is all light and love. There is, you know, like you if you think about the yin yang symbol, yeah, right. We 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 definitely try to be, but our flesh is such that there, there is some some darkness there. But when you think about 
and like keeping them 100, y'all, when you think about some of the most creative, the most powerful, the people, the innovators, it's it's always the oppressed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, it's only with those in need who figure out how to get what they need. Right. So sometimes I think, you know, self-healing, getting to the point where you even need self-healing is a blessing. Because that means there is a, a, a purpose and meaning on your life. And you have to go through some stuff to understand what it is. So then now when you are in a position to help somebody through that process, you have a bigger, a better understanding. Not, not understanding or seeing the darkness in yourself, you'll never... Those are motorcycles in the background, y'all. Not, uh, not seeing and understanding yourself... Um, that darkness and overcoming that it makes it difficult for you to be able to show somebody else their light if you can't see right. dark. That's true. So then, once you acknowledge that you need healing, this is someone that is racing to get healed. They are on their motorcycle racing to get healed. <laughs> I told you we're going to incorporate these effects, these sound effects, some way or another. So, Excuse me. Bless you, Mimi. Thank you. Whew. So once you acknowledge that you need healing, what is next? And for me, I would say, you know, once you acknowledge that you need it, you can, A, take take the road to healing or to not take the road. There are some people that realize they need healing, but they don't take any steps to get healed. And so for me, a step that I took is, okay, I know I need healing. So the next step is to come <clears throat> to grips with who I am and really come face to face with Christy. <coughs> all of the lows, all of the darkness, and just peel back layer by layer and deal with it and come face to face and acknowledge it. What about you? Um, let me think about this. Okay, so I think... I think we can get to a point where it actually gets difficult. So, you know, you, you get proud of yourself. I feel like, oh, my goodness, like I'm, I'm growing up, I'm maturing, I'm seeing who I am, and I recognize it's not everybody else. There's mm-hmm. some stuff going on with me. And then it's like, okay, well, shit, now what? <laughs> right. So, you know, in the, in the work, when the work happens, I think that the, the real first thing is, okay, after you acknowledging it, it's like, okay, what exactly, like, looking for themes in your life mm-hmm. like okay like when look at who you are in all of your relationships your your family relationships your your um, friendship relationships your romantic relationships your spiritual relationships and, and and see like who you are what's your archetype or character in those different situations mm-hmm. and look for common things do you find that you're often um having to play yourself down because you want somebody else to shine and you don't understand. And so it's not like, a, it's not addressing that. It's addressing why do you feel it's not, that you're not enough to shine fully right. as yourself. Right. Fireworks again, y'all. <laughs> so. A celebration. So it's like, so what's next is taking an assessment of who you are. I, I remember specifically saying one time when I was going through my journey, um, or starting my, my journey, I had to come to grips with myself that if, if I had passed away right at that moment, and you know someone came and said hey tell me about Mia they would literally get a different story for each person because what I had learned to do was be who I needed to be for that person so then at what space was I ever just me I was who my friend that and not not even and and I'm not you know I'm not even I I was working myself out like not even like you know I'm this with my friends it's like I'm this 
person for each right. different friend. That is insane. Because, you know, this is totally insane. And then, you know, in my my justified big brain, you know, I am taking the route of least resistance. I'm, you know, I just want to make it smooth and easy for everybody, right. you know. And I'm, you know, jumping people's too. head like I'm, you know, I, you know, sometimes the way I think or can be too much. But yeah. so if I, and I remember thinking, like, if I pass away right now, there would be no consistency in terms of who the hell I am. And it's like, well, shit, well, which one of these people am I? I'm, I mean, am I all of them? Am I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so trying to uh, bring the, the collaborative <laughs> that I had built together and then taking out like a Venn diagram and then taking away all the extra stuff. This doesn't belong here. This doesn't belong here. This is me. And sometimes that hurts because you're like, why am I carrying this? Like, what is this? Like, yeah. okay, damn. So this is a me thing. Nobody said that. And we start thinking about the track that we play in our head. So I, I'm, so what's next is an honest assessment of where you are with yourself. Yeah, like and this is the truth. thing. You know, we're so, so oftentimes we're so worried about um, what somebody else thinks. Wait, let me let me pause and say this. Anytime you start a, I was reminded of this my week, per, this week personally. Anytime you are starting a thought or a sentence, saying out loud, writing down something that starts with, I don't want them to think, or I don't want anybody to think. Just know that you have you cut off your power. You are immediately. Mm-hmm running in somebody else's game when you make decisions based on mm-hmm. I don't want somebody else to think so anyway that I, w- I had that moment this this week to remind myself like you, you know I don't want to have um, I, I don't want anybody to think but being honest with yourself where you are yeah I um, think being honest. and you don't have to share with anybody it's yeah. it's it's yours it's and healing is going to look different for everyone. It's everybody. Everyone is going to heal differently. I mean, I can share things that I've gone through, what's helped me through, but it's going to, like, you have different needs. I have different needs. Mia has different needs. Um, but just find out what works for you and what worked for me. And I didn't realize that I was doing this because this was in the early 2000s. And it was before it became big, but I was writing affirmations or I created affirmations for myself and everything that I was told under the sun, all of it bad, but everything that I was told of who I was, I had to go down that list and break down, okay, I am not this, I am that. Mm-hmm. You know, I am, I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to appear like this, I'm going to appear like this. And I had to, I mean, it took some time and I didn't realize that I was affirming myself, but affirmations helped me but I really had to get down to the bottom of who Christy is what does Christy want what makes Christy happy and that's where I am now so even though we've both you know she's gone through two divorces I'm going through my second divorce even though we are (laughs) we are where we are we I can I'll speak for myself and I'm sure she may agree but I am the happiest that I have been for certain. In my entire life. Amen. I feel lighter. All I mean, of that. Even people that I see, they're like, you look different. You move different. You kind of have a glow. Mm-hmm. What's going on? You just seem free. Your I am, melanin is popping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I have this this newfound freedom and I'm still I'm still digging and I'm still figuring out who I am and what I am. And You know what? I, I would say that after getting, you know, you start the digging, then you're like, oh, this is fun, this is great. And then you're like, oh, this is ugly, I don't like this. But after <laughs> going through a few layers, 
when I know that I'm getting to it, like I can, when I can feel like, okay, uh-oh, something coming up, it's time right. to dig again, I kind of get excited because I know that every time I'm releasing something or uncovering something, I'm getting it out. That means I'm elevating myself. Right. Now I look, I'm for, I look forward to it. I'm like, ooh, new lesson, what we got, but see, I come think that's on. Also, I think that's also spiritual maturity, too. You I'd know, agree with that. Like you, okay, it's like, okay, I'm going through these challenges. I went through a, a major challenge yesterday, and I just sat on the street and just started laughing because there was really nothing that I could do. <laughs> and that's where the universe came. I'm like, okay, enough is enough. We have someone to help her. Oh, you know, we're going to let him pass. Oh, wow. Nice and patient. But, you know, the universe is like, okay, we'll, 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 you know, send her a helping hand now. And they hooked me up. But, you know, I, I feel like we have those moments. Um, so I have a question for you. Yeah. Yes. So we, you know, you talked about how, like, how you started kind of affirming yourself, not knowing mm-hmm. that that's that's what you were doing. So I, um, I had no idea. For me, it was okay. Allow myself to feel feel these feelings. I, I mean, I, I deserve an Oscar for the acting I was I was <laughs> doing. Like whenever I would feel anything that I perceived as oh, going down this road is going to be painful. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I would just be like. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Just like I'm going to feel something else now, and I would justify it because I, you know, of course, I feel like I'm highly intelligent. So what I'm going to do is justify why these feelings that I'm feeling aren't aren't real. Like this is stupid. Why would you feel like that? Right. And that worked for a very long time, but when it, it bubbles up, it gets to the point. It's like, no, you need to feel these feels. So one of the things was honestly. Just letting, just letting it out, letting yeah, it go. And so for me, true. I would literally go to my closet. I'm, I can't even make this up. I would close my closet door, and there's been times I just close that door and get in there. And I mean, I got to let that. I just got to let it out. It's time to cry. Just, huh, like just, just let, just you know. And sometimes, and then let myself fall asleep and feel it. Just take yeah. all of it in because the, I realized the more I pushed away, the more pressure was on it. Right. So I wonder. So my question to you is, do you think healing is always a solo act? Is, this, is it always when you get to this point where you're going through your self-healing, yeah. is this something that is just, is it no. just you or is it a team effort? It's what do you a, think? It's a team. Um, it is a team. And I think, so I think when you're going through the healing process, a lot of us have people who have done wrong to us and we need to forgive them. But I think a lot of times we do things to ourselves, we speak to ourselves a certain way, we discount ourselves, we talk down to ourselves, and we need to forgive ourselves. And I think we forget about that. We think, okay, well, I need to forgive this person for hurting me. Well, what about you? Have you forgiven yourself? That is the most important. And so I'm saying that it's not just a solo. It is a team effort because, yeah, you have to deal with your shit. You have to peel down those layers and get to the nitty-gritty. But then also those people around you, you have to say, you know what? You have hurt me. I need for you to listen to this. To, mm. um, and I'm going to let, I'm gonna tell you that I forgive you, regardless of what you say, how you feel. Despite X, Y, and Z, I forgive you. And there was a there was a period where I called everybody really? in my family, Ooh. friends, and I was very specific. And I said, "Look, I'm coming out. You know, I'm giving you a call because I'm going to be honest. I'm going through this this exercise of forgiveness, and you hurt me saying whatever it was, and I needed to let you know. And I forgive you. I'm sure it wasn't intentional." But I forgive you. I called my father. I was holding on to some stuff. 
you know, um, I called my ex-husband. So, so, okay, so so this is interesting. And, and remember, we, uh, Chrissy did, she said it, healing looks different for everybody. Yeah. So that's really interesting because... We do have some similar stories. Though. I did not... Going through the healing process, I think I got very quiet. Like, I just needed to kind of be in my corner, in my in my cave. And I, it was, um, I kind of, how can I say this? It was very disappointing for me because I, um, I wasn't comfortable talking to anybody about, about it. And I was always afraid to, do you know how you had that, like, um, that I, I need to go address my father. I need to go address right. this person. Yes. I, I couldn't do those things because I knew myself enough at this point to know that I would, there was an expectation that there was going to be an attempted reparation. Okay. I mean, seriously? Seriously? We have a lot of things going on right now. Wait, can now. you see it? Is it? Is it sparkles? What's going on? Oh, I just see a little bit of light. I don't see a whole bunch where I am. Have the opera singer. Okay, we got there's in my <laughs> building the woman that lives beneath me um, is an opera singer, and it's so fascinating. It's it's, it's always after nine o'clock. Never during the day. It's always only after nine o'clock. Anyway, so, sounds of South Urban America. <laughs> but um, what was I talking about? Why does this always happen to me? Um, we were just you were just talking about how healing looks different for everyone. Yes, I wasn't able to. Okay, thank you. I wasn't able to go and do that, do that face to face because I had an expectation that they would try to. They would say like, "Oh, Mia, I'm so sorry that I did this to you, or I didn't mean to, or blah blah blah,", blah or you know what I mean. And I knew, and I knew myself enough to know that if I went and did that, and the response was like fuck you telling me for <laughs> or and like okay well go deal with that or a denial of my feelings that it would have been devastating to me right well this happened this exercise was much later on it would have been devastating so i just i i had to i just had to go and accept okay and i had to be honest with myself what if you go do this and they say so Look, I knew I'm telling, t- look, look, I'm telling girl, you anyway. I was not. You're about I was, to get all this heartfelt. I don't, I don't know that I was prepared to, to to walk away and be like, it's it's fine at that time. It's fine. I mean, just wanted to get that off my chest. I think I would have thrown some. It's been missing furniture. <laughs> I was not doing that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, people can be so. People can be odd. I mean, again, I always say that we are spirits having a human experience. But yeah, sometimes humans can be so odd. It's just like, look. Listen people out, give them the benefit of the doubt, but I honestly find when you tell people, like, I need to do this for me, however you look at me, however you think of me, that is your problem, but I need to get this out, so you're about to get all of this love. All of this love (laughs) is waiting for you. Right, you're about to get all of this love and receive it, and bye-bye. So, okay, so here, but... So for me, the hardest part was the self-forgiveness. Yeah, that's not easy. So for, um, like I said, initially it wasn't, I, w- I wasn't able to, to do, go to people and kind of expect that, you know, tell them what I was feeling. But I would tell you that after I started to get to the point where I just had to address my shit. Like, right. you was actually bogus for that. Like, stop trying to act like, like no, no. You was fooling. You knew what you were doing. Mm-hmm. You were aware. 
Okay, and even the times where I'm, I look back on mistakes I made, and it's like, okay, yeah, you, you actually didn't know. I would shame myself, like, why didn't you know? How come you didn't see this? Or stuff where I look back, girl, you ever sitting around, you just think back, have a memory of something you did, you're like, ooh, you big dummy, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I yeah, have those moments. Good, um, yeah, most of my high school life. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. Oh, why did you just? Oh, how yeah. did you? How oh. did you tell your parents you Stop. had a football game and you took a train somewhere all the way on the south side of Chicago, coming from Oak Park at some boy's house? Mm, girl, you met once. Who had a red light? Oh my gosh! Shining in his room. Oh please stop! With some really tiny skinny legs, and you escaped. Oh you Jesus, escaped. help me, please! So, yeah, so there I are plenty of time. No, where I was like you so know much. What? Oh God! Well, you know what? Thank God you you you, 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 you have to go out. back to the high school. <laughs> Maybe I ain't got to go back that far. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, you didn't. Yeah, no, I made some. But some you know, choices taking taking the look at you know at, at myself and honestly just forgiving myself once I started forgiving myself yeah. for things I knew and things I didn't know and just being like me it's a part of your journey and understanding like damn but if that hadn't happened girl you would not be the dope chick you are today exactly. real talk and I think that's so why that was the people, harder part for me but once I did yeah. I didn't need the validation from any you know I didn't it didn't matter to me if you know you know this relationship or this person or this friend or this ex mm-hmm. or this knew that it it, it didn't matter anymore. It's like, girl, I forgive you, boo. And once I forgave myself, yeah, it was a wrap. Yeah, I feel like, and that's the hardest part. That's I mean, hard. I feel like forgiving others, you know, a lot of times we want to wear those petty panties and keep them on. Because sometimes petty panties are fun. They tickle. See, and Mia is, <laughs> Mia is petty. Sometimes they tickle. Hey, look, I'm... I'm I'm on I'm still a work in progress. Don't play with me. We all are. Sometimes a work in petty pennies tickle. I don't want to play. We all are a work in progress, <laughs> but you know sometimes you know you want to be petty, and other times it's like you know what I can, I have to be mature and just allow this to go because there's some growth there. But I think forgiving the self that is the hardest, and that requires mm-hmm. the most work. And I feel like you know it's hard work forgiving people who have hurt you, but I also feel like it is harder to forgive ourselves when we have instances where we feel like we didn't show up for ourselves or we knew better yet we decided to drunk text or show up at somebody's house we knew better oh. or the intuition told us leave him alone he's oh. good for you girl Jesus. yet we continue and i feel exposed please stop <laughs> <laughs> but i think self-forgiveness is the hardest out of just the whole forgiveness exercise but i would say forgiveness is definitely Especially self forgiveness. Right, you guys, seriously, honestly forgiving yourself, and it's not making it's not it's not making an excuse for yourself. It's right. not you know just like well you know it happened. It's it's holding yourself accountable. Like yep, yeah, I did that, and I know so much better now. Mm-hmm. And you know, look at that experience. I mean, honestly, when I think about some of the things that I did that I probably thought were horrifying at the time. Are some of the funniest stories of my life. I'm sure. <laughs> Baby, let me tell you. When I when I when I leave this time plane and dimension, y'all gonna have a lot to talk about. <laughs> I want I want on my tombstone. I'm I'm I'd rather get cremated, but you know, my little my, my figurative tombstone was gonna say, that bitch shot her shot. <laughs> Every single time. She lived. Her her lived her life. 
<laughs> but you know, life is to be lived. It is. And I, you know, I try to tell people that there are, like, I have no regrets. I try to live a life where I won't have any regrets, but I do explore and I do experiment and I do have fun. But I don't have any regrets. Even the things that I thought, you know, again. Even the bad stuff that required us to get to this, you know, healing space. I would never be here if it weren't for some of that. Ooh, I wouldn't, no. Because I I, I love, I love, when I look at the journey holistically, I'm like, ooh, this. I would do it again. I would do it again. And someone way. asked me, and I was like, if I had I to go would through do what it. I went through, yep. oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It's Knowing new, that. I, right. Yes, I would ma'am. do it again. Yeah. I would definitely do it again. Yeah, and I say, so when I say some bad stuff, but yeah. no, I'm not. <laughs> no. Ooh, ooh, but then I feel ooh, like those whew. valleys didn't you know those valleys girl i was in middle earth i don't know where where we are now i got way past valleys i was in middle earth that's how low i got (laughs) and i'm sure we've all had our lows i've had some really big lows too um or really small lows no big lows but yeah i i mean i have no regrets for the stuff that i've gone through because that was that is what has brought me to be the person that i am of course there is still work to be done um so, Mia, when you're going through healing, do you try to avoid the pain or you just kind of... Well, you said that you allow yourself to feel it. No, but but that was the first part of me learning that, like, okay, I need to heal myself. Because I was the pain avoider. Okay. I did not like it. It, it hurt bad. It did hurt. It, I mean, it, it hurt, hurt. super right. duper 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 bad. So, yeah, no. I was trying... I was, the, I was a pain avoid avoider. Yeah, I what, think that's what about you? You know, I'm the type of person where I can't dilly-dally. I don't like to tiptoe. I will just say it. Like, if it's on my mind and it's something that I feel like I need to say, I'll just say it. Like, I'm not good at kind of building up to it. Well, and I've been wanting to. No, it's like, Ooh. look, this is what it is. Oh, is my it, God. Or is it not? I wish I was like that. I was very much yeah. so a beat I'm around like, let the me bush. just get through this. Throwing the hints. Like I definitely just get through this. Give me the pain. Give it to me. Christy. Let me feel it. Mm-mm, give me my no spanking. Give me my medicine. Whatever it is that I need. Let me just go ahead and take it now. Um, I was I was a pain avoider. I was not an agitator. I did not like. I did not. No. I don't. I still don't like conflict. But now I just can manage it. I just don't care at this point. But yeah, no. It was. Oh, it meant so much. Like I just feel like it. It, it meant. It said something about me. I don't know. I girl, no, I was not here for it. No, ma'am, Pam. No, she ma'am, Pam. I didn't like it. I was a, I was an avoider. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so when you avoided, okay, were you able to acknowledge your part in some of the mess too? Then, of course, when I'm avoiding it, then that allows me to continue to be a victim. So I'm, oh. I'm, you know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not advocating avoidance, but I understand it. Right. I, I. I ooh, I lived years on avoidance. What are you talking about? My best life on avoidance. What avoidance? What? Yes. What are, what are you talking All day, about? Every day. All day. <laughs> Living life YOLO. <laughs> Avoiding. Avoiding what? Girl, so, please. Yeah, I didn't avoid, but I did. Yeah. And definitely. again, everyone's healing path is different. We did explain that. Yes. But I will say that I never had a hard time. Acknowledging, like, okay, Christy, you can't, you really did fuck that up. That was <laughs> you could have made a better decision. I mean, girl, no, I was so good was at avoiding. Wrong. I wasn't even. It wasn't even just avoiding my own BS. It was avoiding. Like I was. Let me tell you something. If somebody needed a good, ex, 
if somebody cheated or did something to me, I would, the excuse that I would come up with on what happened and why it happened was way better than any like these Negroes ever told me. I, like, I damn near feel like I should call some people like, look, you want me to write your stuff for you because what you was coming up with was weak sauce. <laughs> the shit I was making up in my head <laughs> was way I mean, better. I going off track, but man, I've, I've heard some stories like, wait, are you serious about that? <laughs> you really expect me to believe you? Really? Really, girl, but I would go deeper and justify it. Put find some formula in my head because honestly, if you carry the two, right, it really does take an hour and forty five minutes to drive five minutes to my house. I totally get that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it, it's a light. Right. It's always something, you know. He's a black man living, you know, in America. He probably got that girl awesomeness. Like what I was coming up with, they didn't deserve all that. That is funny. And, you know, honestly, I, I also think that coming out of the victim phase and moving into the victor phase mm-hmm. is what also helps to push start healing. And that's actually um, part of the book. You know, that's the subtitle for my book, um, from, victor, from Victim to Victor. Oh, really? Yes, mm-hmm. it is. You never told me the name. I'm lying. That's the subtitle. Ooh. But I honestly think that when I got to a point where I was tired of holding that security blanket of hurt and I was able to say, okay, Christy, we have some shit to work on. Let's go. That's when I was able to move from being a victim and where I was then able to be a victor in my own healing. That's what I'm talking about. So what are your thoughts on self-healing versus self-care? So I think, okay, I think self-care is definitely a buzzword. Like, oh my yes, God, self-care. It is. A huge, it is. Oh it's my gosh, it's, it's so super trendy. Right. Oh, it is so annoying. So self-care, The reason tea. I think we need to differentiate self-care from self-care because of self-healing from self-care is because um, um, I consider self-care <laughs> like getting, you know, your, your, uh, your grooming uh, spa appointment, uh, right. you know, kind of sticking like to your regimen is is more. Self care is maintenance. Self care, I think, is maintenance do- of. Shit, people. Yes, absolutely. We should, we should. Speaking of which, self care. We talked about this a little bit. So you know, the salons open back up to finally. The spas open back up to finally get my waxes. It's yes. been four months. So happy that my nails. Mm. Oh my goodness! I went and got a wax. <laughs> Moment of silence Ooh. for those in coronavirus. Four months. Just got I had no idea well. what was going on down there. I was like, oh, my God, look at her. <laughs> hey, boo. Oh, I forgot what you don't look like. <laughs> oh, oh, I see you gained a couple pounds. Like, hey, that. girl. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I called the search party up. I didn't know. Oh, okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> TMI. I'm really not sorry because y'all know it's real. Okay, so, anywho. Like it's 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 real. It so yeah, I think self care is more of, uh, you know, maintenance and kind of taking care of uh, of yourself. And I also, for I some agree. reason, I do see it more as a physical thing. And that's probably not. I know that's not true, but I yeah. think it's more of. For some reason, I think of it as like you know, getting your massages and do something like that. But so self care is also energy care. Yeah. But I think. You have to heal yourself before you can maintain that healing space. Absolutely. One definitely comes before the other. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And I mean, you, you said it too. So when I think of self-care, I think of maintenance, like something that we should be doing. We should be making time for ourselves. We should be making time to read a book in a bath, drinking a glass of wine, listening to some amazing music. Yeah. You know, like we should wow. make time to that just sounds like get our hell. hair done. Get our, get our eyebrows done. Something that makes us feel good. Buy yourself that bouquet of flowers. But then when I think about self-healing, I think of self-healing as something that is deeper and not as superficial as self-care and then something that happens over time. So self-care, I mean, sorry, self-healing goes deeper and to me is something that happens over time. Do you agree with that, Mia? I get that. Yeah, absolutely. I th- Well, I... I think that self-healing probably there there's no end to that. I think right. it's just always a, a part of the journey. Yep. So Forever as as we're kind of getting rid of that stuff, I think that the the, um, the self care is brushing away the ashes. That's true. Like you know, I'm burning that. this, and then like maintenance. You know, it's maintaining. Yeah. It's like oh, let me go clean the chimney. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna talk about um, you. We've heard have you heard this saying hurt people hurt people. Yes, and I believe it. So let's talk about you know once you're healed, heal people. I'm heal saying you know people. heal people. I love that. Come on. Wait, can we say that again? Healed people, heal people. That's a word. Right I had there, to people. get the. <laughs> that is a word. I had to do a little poetry snaps. Yes. Love yes. Snaps. Come on. Mm-hmm. And that is so true. And I think that is also. I mean. So uh, for those of you who may not have heard the first episode, I met Mia because I did a reading from her. And as far as just heal, healed people, heal people, she was saying that part of my, my life journey is healing. And so since I've been going through all of this, I've been sharing my story. And even if it's just one person that I feel like has been touched or moved or is wanting to get more information or asking questions because they really want to grow and they really want to um, change things in their mm-hmm. life. I feel like that was like this is where I'm supposed to be. This is me. Oh, girl, let me it's tell meant. you, I'm 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 you know I'm 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 sensitive. Like I got big cancer energy, sensitive, mm-hmm. but big. What I mean, it's huge. It's ridiculous. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I get a text from a client. Like, you know, thank you for your know, conversation we talked. And when someone tells me they feel empowered after we're talking, girl, like, just just send me out to see. I'm good. I'm, like, I have fulfilled. It feels like it's it's so, it's close to purpose. It, it, you know, I'm so, it makes me feel in alignment with the reason that I'm here. And I feel like, you know, you can be good at so many things. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's why you're here. So I'm good at a a great many things, but I think when it comes to empowering people, it's, um, you know, especially women, explaining and hoping and understanding that uh, every woman understands that she's in a seat of power and how to harness that power no matter what situation you're in. That, that right there, girl, I mean, I could, like, literally float, just float out. I mean, I just feel like I I could walk on water. So, but I, so when I get that feeling, and we're talking about, you know, self-healing, when I get that feeling, this feels so good, it makes everything that I've been through, all the ugly that I had to dig myself out of to empower myself worth it, because now I'm coming from a place of wisdom when I'm talking to, you know, our sisters, then, you know, with, especially in, at that, with the gifts, it, it's something else, and I'm like, okay, 
because now I'm helping to move and motivate. Like, it's like everyone that's attracted to talk to me, I swear, Christy, there's just some baddies. Just like, where where are all these powerful women out here? So Where did you come from? Where did you come from? And so me being a part of the awakening for somebody to see, like, who they are and She's what they can. Girl, that is, that's heaven to me. I feel like. I'm, that makes that feel like I'm walking in divine purpose when I'm doing that. Period. Point blank. There's nothing else I've ever done in my life, in terms of a career, air quoting, or a job that has ever brought me that much fulfillment. Right. Well, you said something about spiritual gifts. So why do you think we have spiritual gifts? Why do we? Well, I, cause okay, now I'm about to get weird on y'all. <laughs> I think we have spiritual gifts because we um because if you if if I don't, you know, almost every religion, you know, mm-hmm. says that, you know, we, we are from a source, a creator. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one source, there's a God. And almost every one of them says and believes that a piece of that divinity is in every creature that this source makes. So, you know, there's different names depending on religion. So, so I just think it's just part divine. of, period, point blank. <laughs> like, this is it. Design. We are all divine. So it's not, and you know, even that piece is not necessarily it's like God is in you, period. And that God is in everybody. If we have to get down to there's one thing that, that everyone has in common, even the craziest people you can think of, they made choices in a different way, but we all come out pure with God's love, period. I don't care what y'all say. Oh my God. I said what I said. <laughs> so, I mean, what she was saying is just again that's a that's a word i mean i can listen to her talk all day but i'm i am gonna also admit that i was looking at her eyebrows too and your eyebrows look really good <laughs> i just told you to wax lady back out girl my eyebrows look amazing as she was saying all of that stuff so powerful and just so filled with so much passion I'm over here looking at her eyebrows like, yes okay Mia. She was looking at me. I was like, ooh, I'm saying something. No, your eyebrows. Pop anyway. it. Thank you. Her eyebrows are popping. Come tell you, my waxer. Ooh, child, I'm so happy. I was so happy. Ooh, I was so happy to see her. So friend. what do you okay. say about people who feel like they don't have spiritual gifts? So I've, we've said this before. Everybody has. Everybody has some something. level of what we would call to, a, you know, a spiritual gift. Because we all are divine and even if that gift is just that ooh, i get to know just... ooh, mm-hmm, there, get that energy rolling even if that gift is just being able to understand who you are and what your purpose is in right. here unlocking your and everybody has that being aware of, of of who you are oh my god i saw this cartoon on uh it was ig or one 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 of the social media it was two aliens sitting up on some planet and they said, they're like, why, why don't humans use telepathy to speak? Because, you know, I think we can all literally speak without using words or our mouths. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I said, they have too much to hide. We live so much. Oh, isn't that interesting? Girl. Because we, we, we live so much in shame. Shame is literally just a subculture built to control people's minds. If I can shame you to shut up. I can shame you to follow me if I can shame you to do this it's mind control so if you if you feel shame then you don't you know you're not fully in yourself so you feel like you have to hide and cower because you are ashamed of something you did or ashamed of something you thought because everything else tells you you shouldn't feel that way 
and that's and that's not that's not real right. so i do think we that, all have that power yeah we do i agree with that and when you were saying that i just thought about for whatever reason i just i saw instagram and i saw how people will post what they want you to think of them Ooh. on instagram you know they mm. have the spectacular life you know you see them getting off of a private jet you Jealous. see them going shopping in Paris at Chanel, or you see them traveling Greece on a yacht, and then you find out that they're hiding behind this facade, and there's there's just nothing there. And and why is that? Because again, the self healing. Right. But I honestly feel like, and this, I'm, I'm I'm so so freaking grateful for my journey and everything that I've been through because I have such compassionate understanding for people who are masking hurt because everybody we all do it it just yeah, looks yeah. different yeah. so i'm i can so easily identify a mask of hurt as opposed to someone who's just out and out evil it's like no no that's 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 hurt coming out yeah. but it's it's it, there's purpose there and mm-hmm. whoo I, I like i mean i wish i could if there's a way that i could come convey like actual my conviction and feelings I, I want if there's one thing I want everybody to walk away that there is purpose in your pain there is and you just have to get to a point where you can sit your behind down and be like pause just me me and me let's sit down and have this conversation mm-hmm. what is going on let me look at some things why does it seem like everybody that I fall in love with has these different traits and I feel like I'm running away from it like are you really running away from it because if it's something that you focus on right, energy goes where the focus flows no right. energy flows mm-hmm. where the focus goes something's to that effect basically what you think about is what you attract yep. okay said what I said. (laughs) She said what she said. No, that's so interesting. Um, But you're right about that. I mean, we kind of touched a little bit on the law of attraction. Perhaps we'll have an episode specifically touching on that. I think we definitely need to talk about, because it's it's a universe. You, we should do an episode on universal laws. Ooh, y'all didn't mess up. Universal laws. There you go. Idea. Idea. So recognition of gifts. Like at what point, like what are some of the myths and and growing pains? So for me, it wasn't until high school that I knew something was different. Like, I just kind of knew some things. Um, I'm not, I mean, I can't say specifically, but I knew, I knew someone was pregnant. And I just, like, I knew, I knew before I was even given the information. And I would see spirits and, and I, I mean, I didn't understand. I had no idea. But I didn't tell anybody. I mean, there was one girl that, that knew. I, I think I talked about Heather. She talks about every time when I spent the night at her house. I saw this old woman in the chair. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't tell people. I mean, I said a couple things. Like with my second husband, I was I told him that I saw angels. And he was just like, okay. And I was like, oh, yeah. And by the way, um, Eudice's brother came to see me. And um, anyway, that's another story. But he I didn't just, run out the building? No. Like, oh, that's what happened? Okay. Um, I'm about to go run out and get some milk. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I don't, maybe I'm going through growing pains right now. I think now I've gotten to a place where I'm accepting of what it is that I have. I mean, there was about nine years where I said, I don't want to hear, see, do anything. Don't talk to me. Don't even show me. I don't want to feel. Don't come and ask me for help. Mm-hmm. Because I just got to a point where I was like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to, nothing. 
But then, you know, going through what I went through with my marriage and then finally getting to a place where I'm able to live my truth, I realized, okay, well, this is a part of me too. So why not accept this? Like if I'm accepting of everything else, if I'm accepting of the way that I look or I'm accepting of, you know, the, the pain that I may have caused, then I, I need to also be accepting of some of the things that are a part of me. And that is, I don't like to call them gifts, but yeah, the spiritual gifts. I just finally said, okay, I'm here. So what is it? But as far as like the growing pains, I feel like I'm just yammering, but no, you're not yammering for the growing pains. I feel like I might be there now because there are moments where I still question myself. And even Mia, Mia is kind of just like, Oh, just jump off the cliff. And I'm like, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> Um, I am, I am, I will acknowledge though that sometimes it's, especially in the beginning, you, you very much so will question your sanity. So I don't, I, I, um, and you know, Chris, Chris and I have talked about this before and just in terms of how spirit speaks with you. Um, for me, it's, it's, it's different. It's like, I, I, I see images and pictures and like I honest I could always see around the corner on the inside what's not being said but again I honestly never thought that that was a necessarily um a spiritual gift until I until people started telling me like how did you know that and how and I'm like wait is this a the thing like what I mean because I think I thought everybody had this right. type of intuition like yeah. okay then I was able to justify oh it's just women's intuition but it really wasn't until I stopped to acknowledge this might be something where it grew tremendously. They're like, oh, you, oh, oh, welcome to the <laughs> You're party. You're to hear from us. Oh, Woo-hoo. we've been waiting for you like forever, sis. We got something for you. And I would tell you that that, that initial, it's like, it was like exciting, but also like what in the entire right. fuck it's is like going this, on? It's like this layer of the world that you had no, no idea, idea existed. existed. And it's just like. So all this time, but I will tell you though, opening myself up to it, and it's like there, and and I mean, every, oh my good, I am loved. <laughs> like, I can't even. Oh, um, looking back, and at times where I didn't have necessarily knowledge, I'm like, oh my god, that's what that was, like. That's how I survived that. Like, right. you know, like you start looking back, you're like, you know how things happen in your life. You're like, it makes absolutely no sense mm-hmm. that it just like that was the end. It was, it was, it was that it was, it was been, it's been one. It was right. done, and something miraculous happened. You just like, woo, and you know, we will play with, like, oh, thank you, God. We're like, no, for real, in real life. And I, I started to get back to and see um, moments where. I didn't realize that they'd always been there. Then it's like, oh, I remember you. Like, you were an imaginary friend when I was a little kid mm-hmm. and, like, these little things. And now, when, and I would say it's the greatest thing in, in earth, uh, to me knowing that you're never alone, even when you feel like you're alone. There's always, your mm-hmm. soul is a, is a portal. Like, you've been here before many times there's a there's a there's a story that comes with your soul so opening up yourself up to what's my story and not just like in this lifetime in this dimension in this space yes we're gonna have to talk about about that that. (laughs) (laughs) um what who who i like then you're never alone like and and literally that the creator the, the 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 head architect of all of this his power is in you girl bye (laughs) like it's it's 
it's amazing. So then you're then you're able to look at pain and lessons and things. It's a different way. It's not necessarily pain. It's a blessing. Yeah, that's true. So I want to touch on myths real quick. So something that I really had to be mindful of is as I was going through my healing, I had to check myself a couple times. And I kind of got to a point where I, it almost felt like I felt bigger than other people who weren't about their healing. Like, ah. real please, I'm better than you because I'm going through my healing. And I'm all namaste and peace, happiness, and joy, and light, and love. Girl. You know, I'm above you. And I had to check myself, like, Christy, first of all, sit your ass down. <laughs> you are nobody. First of all. First of all. And it's like everyone goes through their healing at a different time. And just because a person does not choose to explore their healing or getting to that place does not that's mean not That's not right. your business. Not, that's not, not your not concern. Business. It's not yet. Yeah, right. So then I had to focus on myself. And actually, I had I got a spiritual whoop and I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm I no healed. better than anybody. <laughs> I think for the growing pains or one of the, um, I, okay, I hit on one of the myths that I definitely encountered um, was like, okay, once it's like you have this awakening, right? And you're like, oh my goodness. And then you go through something. I mean, it's, 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 it's beautiful and painful. I mean, it's expression on the, on the, uh, the extremes, the highest, oh my God, high and the lowest, like, oh my God. So experiencing life on this. And then you get to this, there's an expectation, this myth that, you know, okay, once I, like, now now that I'm aware, like, everything in life is going to be great. Like, oh with, with like, no. no, no, that's not, that. No. that's not necessarily, it. it's no. not like that you are going to be without challenges. It's that when you become aware and more aware and more aware of who you are, you're able to see those things out, ex- outside and external challenges just for what they are, not right. just, they're just challenge. And you can manage it better. And it's just like, you can come to a situation like, oh, okay, people are crazy over here, but everywhere <laughs> I am is where I'm supposed to be. Right. So what am I supposed to learn here? That's, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and just, so yeah, it's not like we're walking around like, I'm walking on sunshine. To be clear, I am, but, <laughs> but. It's not because of avoidance. It's not because I don't want to experience pain. Like I said, I, and I've done that for for years. It's it's just that I know how powerful I am, especially when it comes to how I run my own shit. She has yet said another word. <laughs> word of the day. Word of the day. And I just want to make sure that I'm clear. So I did. I did have a glass of wine. So I may have missed it. <laughs> She's lying. We drank a bottle. But, um, so, as, like, my myth was, what I was thinking as a myth is just, you know, when you're going through a healing, like, you're just going to be this spectacular superhuman, and mm-hmm. that's not true. You know, you are normal. You, look, there is nothing special about you other than you just decided to do some work on yourself, and that was kind of the myth that I had and that I had to contend with. So, are we ready? Are we ready? We're yeah. going to do this. For the work? We got temple work. Yeah. One. Okay. Did you talk about what we we're going to talk about next week? Not yet. Okay. Well, I'll do our temple work assignment. Okay. Um, so we've committed to each time we air, we're going to uh, give, assign our listeners a little bit of an assignment. So instead of calling it homework, we've decided to call it temple work. Temple work. You know, because we are a temple of our divinity. 
So we working on this house and everything inside of it. You heard me? Okay. So, um, last week we talked about journaling. Yeah. We went, we said, if you don't have a journal, get one. And t talked about setting some intentions. And you know what we will eventually talk about? I think probably sooner than later. We probably need to make that within the next two or three. Talking about intentions and what yeah, they are. Affirmations and mantras and all that. But so we talked about, you know, setting an intention for your life. What that looks like. Different ways that people do it. So in this journal now, when we're talking about self-healing, one of the quickest ways to get into that healing mode is to shift your energy, shift your mindset. So oftentimes when we're thinking about, okay, all the things that hurt, because, you know, we're thinking about healing, so it's like, okay, well, let me hone in on this, think about all the things that, that, that hurt. And sometimes we can get lost and cut um, in, in staying down there. So every morning, and this can, like, seriously, guys, I promise you, this is easy peasy in your journal if you or if you put it on your phone and the notes in your phone um write something that you have gratitude for about your life okay and if you choose to do it in the morning or you want to wait to the end of the night it depends on how you want to start off your day but something that you are grateful for and sometimes like it could be i woke up this morning, it's payday i'm grateful mm -hmm. for payday i woke up because i woke up you know I, i'm thankful i'm i'm so grateful for the home that I live in, I'm grateful for, my bed is comfortable as I don't yes. know what, like I'm grateful for the birds that wake me up in the morning, whatever it is that you're grateful for. Starting your day with gratitude sets a tone that's completely different, that helps to shift, and I mean, and that's literally like, oh my goodness, I have to go attack this day, blah, 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 but let me just start off with, okay, before my feet hit the ground, I'm grateful. what am I grateful for? And you know what, sometimes if we can't think of something, it's a particularly bad day, I remember I hear I heard Oprah say this, so I can't I don't I can't take credit for this. She said the only prayer that ever needs to be said is thank you. It just if, if that's it, just like I, I don't I, I can't see the 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 light for through the trees. I'm confused. I, I don't know what's going on, but I'm up. I'm here, so that means that my life still has purpose. Thank you. That's so big because I've I've started doing that, just waking up and, you know, usually it's on my drive to the gym, which is hecka early in the morning, but I'm, I just start thinking about... Actually, it's nighttime, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> to eat you some. <laughs> I just, I think about all the little things that I'm grateful for. Like, I'm just grateful that I have a vehicle that will get me to the gym and I'm not on public transportation, or I'm just grateful that I was even able to wake up at the time when I woke up to go to a gym where some people can't even, mm -hmm. you know, go. And... Waking up with gratitude, and there are some days where it's just like, I can't really think of anything. I mean, not because it's bad, but just because, like, I just, I have this huge sense of gratitude where it's just like, I don't even know what else to be thankful for. So, yes, thank, thank you. Thank you. Like, I feel like that is a complete sentence. Just yeah. thank you. Absolutely. And it does change your energy, and I also think that when you start your day with an attitude of gratitude, and I love that, too. An attitude, attitude of, gratitude. of gratitude. I like it. When you it. do that, I also feel like you also attract like you start to attract positive things into your life because you've just started your day just being grateful just thank you um gratitude man you guys have an attitude of gratitude have an attitude of gratitude i like that cheers and and thank you write that down 
coasted. Cheers and thank you. <laughs> um, so Christy has our um, crystal of the day, which yes. I'm excited about. This is one of my favorites. Um, so yeah. Christy, what you got for us? So selenite. So we're talking about healing and self-acceptance, and we're talking about spiritual gifts. And for those of you that are able I to I love watch my people. I know you hear these people outside, y'all. <laughs> But for those of you who are watching the video, there is a large selenite tower on the table, and I love, oh my goodness, I love selenite. I have like um, six of them in my house. <laughs> selenite is beautiful, and I have little sticks above my doors at the house because it helps to cleanse the energy of people who come in. And That's then leave. a good I'm so glad you just said that. Yes, I'm I about have to. to. And you know I got to stick, okay. Mm -hmm. I have to, but selenite, so it's a hydrous calcium sulfate for those of you um, mineral nerds that want to get that information. It's a mineral with the moles hardness of two. So remember that the moles hardness is the scale used to determine the hardness of a crystal. So one is going to be the softest, and I believe that's talcum powder, and then 10 is the hardest, and that's a diamond. Um, so selenite, it is a clear, it's clear and it has striations. Striations are lines that go up and down vertically in the crystal. Um, I feel like it's like chalky white yeah, it is and kind of chalky clear white. quartz. Like yeah. it's yeah, it's like a combination. Like if chalk and clear quartz had a baby, bing, ding, 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 selenite. <laughs> there you go. So, but for spiritual properties, um, selenite is good for the third eye, even for the sixth chakra, which is the crown. So, third eye is the um, the sixth chakra. And the crown chakra is the seventh, and it's also good for the ones above the crown, which is eight through 14. And one of the things that selenite does is that it quickly opens and activates the third eye and the crown and the soul star chakras. And those are the ones that are eight through 14. There are so many chakras. We're gonna have to talk about that too. One of our podcasts, the chakras. Um, mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know, I do crystal healing and I do work on balancing the chakras of my clients. Um, so feel free to. And it feels so good. <laughs> she did it. She wanted to float away. Always. Um, get me out of here. <laughs> she is always like, how can, look, this meditation will allow me to levitate or astral travel somewhere? Okay, I am in. I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. You know, I come back for y'all, though. Don't right. worry. <laughs> She's like, really do I have to? Okay, fine. Um, but selenite is fast, it's effective at cleaning the auric field, and so as I mentioned to Mia, is that I put little selenite sticks above the door so, so that when people come in, they're not bringing in some of the spiritual trash that they, they may have collected on their way, and then also when they leave, I want to leave them with something, like you're going to leave with a little bit of light and a little bit of love, whether mm -hmm. you like it or you don't. Mm -hmm. um, but selenite is also good for congested energy. And it's one of the crystals that does not need charging. It's also really great at charging your other crystals. Yep. And when I say charge, you know, when you, you know, crystals over a period of time, they, they absorb or they redirect the negative energy that you're working with to release, they'll, they'll take that in. And so sometimes you have to cleanse or charge the, the crystal. Um, and so charging helps release the energy so that they're ready for use. And so with crystals, you do want to make sure that over a period of time. So like every time I use crystals on my clients, I cleanse them or I charge them. Oh, do you use, it, you use selenite to cleanse them after you use them? I don't use selenite. Like usually when I first get crystals, I will place them with selenite. Mm -hmm. But then when I start working with them, then I'll just, I will sage them. Okay. I, I oh, like that's sage. because you're, you're using, like you do have to clear them because right. you're using them with people. Yeah. yeah, sage I feel like has to get that energy out. 
Um, but yeah, selenite is great for you know charging other crystals. I, I like to say or use the analogy of thinking thinking of selenite the, like the ability of being able to recharge a chargeable battery. That's what selenite is, and selenite just just it has a lot of light energy. I love it's like it. liquid light. It it's, is. It's 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 um. I I like to think of sunlight as like you know, um, the light of the world. Like when you look up at the cosmos and you like that that type of light in a crystal. It's right. it's it's, it's, it's the is energy so is. I feel like everyone should have sunlight. Oh, for like, certain. As, a, as one of the first crystals, like you keep you need one. To have it. Like it was one of those stones you can't get wet because no, it's because so really soft. soft. Yeah. But um, I uh, put them in your put them in your bathroom. If you have a selenite stick or something in your bathroom, it's um the energy off of that will help keep you young when you know any place where you're yes, uh, darling. Yes, because you know I'm trying to keep it hot. <laughs> um, so a bathroom is a good place to put it. Selenite, it's just it's such good energy. Again, it's just it's liquid light. It's yeah. just. So how do you meditate with it? Um, ooh, you know. So I I and again when I'm doing readings, um. Depending on the person's energy field, if I feel like they're coming in like really like low mm-hmm. frequency, I'm like, hold on, let me get my selenite because and then and I'll put it in my giving hand when I'm using it during um, during a reading oh, with yeah. someone yeah. because I'm, I'm one I'm trying to because you know I'm connecting with their energy and if it feels like okay, it's you like let's right so let me let's let's figure out what's going on right. here so bringing in that that um, that light uh, liquid light helps but um. I want you to talk about the selenite vortex oh because I got gosh. questions. Because that meditation girl, Christy told me about the selenite <laughs> vortex. I'm, and I when she, and I was like, I don't wow. know. I, I didn't do it for a while. I think I was scared she because was I know myself. And I was like, she I was ain't like, coming sure back. And I said, look, just get a grounding stone. Just get a grounding stone. Girl, go I away. put four pieces of shungite around me like, Mm-mm, you coming back. But um, t- I want to talk about, like, so I said, oh. It's, it's such a beautiful stone it's, and, oh, and, and the thing is yeah. it's, it's one of the more inexpensive stones you can get some really nice pieces for significantly less than like yeah. you'll pay for a clear quartz but uh and selenite is gentle too which is something that i yes, like but you can also use a combination of selenite to help just um just intensify the energy a little bit so i'm going to share with <laughs> The, the vortex that I've shared with me, and that's what she's talking about. So I'm a Hibiscus Moon certified crystal healer. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, I, I, I felt like there needed to be some music right there. I was like, wait a minute. That, or a thring. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, she's good at the thring. <laughs> um, but my one of my classmates shared about, you know, he said, oh, my gosh, have any of you ever tried to do a selenite? vortex you know meditation i'm like what is that and he posted this picture and it looked hecka cool and he had about uh six sticks of selenite around him and he was holding a piece and he was meditating he said it was oh my goodness it was mind blowing it was (laughs) man so i you know when i when he posted the picture i said okay i have to do it so i I asked me i was like will you please get me some selenite i need it because i want to do this vortex and the night that I did it, it, I did not want to stop. Ugh. I did not want to stop. And so I have, um, when I meditate, I will either, I have a, a, like a place in my floor where I have my sacred space where I meditate. And if my hip starts to bother me, then I will go and lay down. And I, I'm not the type that falls asleep. I can still meditate in bed. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was sitting 
lotus, you know, half lotus, and I believe it's half lotus, but it is almost like the vortex. It was a vortex because my body started moving in a circular motion, and it was like I got caught up in this energy field where time and space did not exist, and I just, like, I got to the point where my skin, like, my body, I could, I did not have an ending point. If that makes sense. Like, I just, I couldn't feel my body. I couldn't feel my hands. I couldn't feel my toes, my fingertips. Like, I was outside of my body. I was beyond. I was just being. And I was, I was. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. I was. I will, come on. You don't And you know so I was in this meditation. Maybe Ooh. for two hours, two and a half hours. It was for a good amount of time. I talk lost about track. Me. I lost track of time. And I did not want to come back. Um, See? But it was just an amazing experience, and I did it again. Sorry for the background noise. Right. You'll be let them pass. But, um, so when I tried it the second time, it was, again, I felt that vortex energy where my body was starting to rotate. So wait, operational definitions for for some people, explain what a a crystal vortex is. A crystal vortex? Yes. You're talking about the vortex energy? Um, With the selenite. Yes. What does vortex mean? So vortex, like, think about a tornado. You know, mm-hmm. something that is... Okay, she's going to have me use my phone because I was not... I, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, we, we're trying to a help vortex. the pixels. Help me. me. Help me. Help me. And you guys know, okay. I'm... So I am a Libra sun. I am She has a, to be so official with it. Jesus I am Christ. She know the answer. ascending. And I am a Capricorn moon. So the Virgo likes to make sure that I am providing the um, correct answers to you. But So the definition of a vortex is a mass of whirling fluid of air, fluid or air, especially a whirlpool or a whirlwind. So with the selenite vortex, I literally, as I stepped in to meditate, I could feel the vortex of energy. I could just feel this energy. And I think some people... Sensing energy is maybe that's maybe another podcast for us to talk about because I'm sure some people are like, how do you feel energy? I don't understand. Mm. Good but one. Yes. I just I felt this this oh my goodness this energy this warmth um, kind of just spinning around me, and it was light. It was one almost like filled with uh, like at one point I felt like I was gonna levitate. I don't I don't mm. know. But it was just like light, and it was, it was bringing light into my life, and it was making me light, which is why I started to feel like I was lifting up. So many great things happened, but yeah, I'm trying to not do it so much, so I just did it twice. But that was my selenite vortex experience. It's just, I mean, it's just such a. The stone itself, though, is just used for so many different things. It charges your other crystals. It's one of the crystals when you bring it home, you don't necessarily have to clean that crystal. Right. It cleans other crystals. It clears it rather. Um, it's just the selenite, S E L E N I T E, selenite. Does that like Syria yet? No, <laughs> still working yet. on it. So, um, we're gonna do a. Uh, I have a quick little message for the collective from our spirit guides. A message <clears throat> for the collective. So this um. This, uh, what do you call this? This quote. When I was thinking about what, um, what, what are we gonna, 
you know, trying to download. What are we talking about here? So I was led to this quote. It says, your task is from Rumi. Um, your task is not to seek love, but merely to seek all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Wow. And so I'm That's like, deep. okay, what are, what are we talking about here? So what I think we're talking about is when we're talking about self-healing, it goes further than kind of clearing yourself. It's, it's also clearing yourself for, so like creating a void within yourself where creation can begin. So yes, when we hear yourself, that also helps us to um, be able to connect with others and be in a space of healing and love once you're healed. But more importantly, when you're healed yourself, it's like I get, I'm getting all the, the guck and the junk out the way so there's a blank slate. Yes. And that's where I love that. when you plant seeds in a space like that that's just built out of mm-hmm. honesty and acceptance of who oh I gosh. am and the experiences I am. It's like, well, yes, that happened good. to me. Let me embrace that. It's like looking at your demons and being like, I'm not about to fight you. Come here, let me give you a hug, baby. Right. And then now you got this demon sitting next to you that would kill for you. <laughs> it's like it's 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 about coming into spaces with yourself with love. So once you we're, we're, we're being told, like, if we heal ourselves, it's so we can create a void for creation. Yeah. And when you're creating a void for creation, that means that you are, you are now you're getting into manner, manner, master manifesting. It's like, as you speak, you create. What you want, yes. you create. As you see, you create. And yes. so it's like we're getting to this, to now, like, big picture thinking. But we just have to, and it's like, it's almost like if you're, you know my, my visuals if you're walking through uh you like you get into this beautiful forest but you have to forge a way through it because right on the other side of that is um the paradise that that you're seeking whatever that may be for you at this time in your life this this self-healing tract is clearing the way like you just have to clear your path mm-hmm. it's like okay it's right there i can see it on the other end but i just got to get over mm-hmm. there and you and if you you have to get through the gook you can't fly over it or tunnel under it. you have to just walk this path and they're like oh how am i get this big hurt tree down this big pain tree down this big shame tree down let me cut this down and and knowing and knowing that you deserve it so when we started when when in his quote when he's talking about to seek all the barriers within yourself that's where we're talking about going in going inside of yourself and healing yourself and really just looking like okay Yes, this was painful, but what did I contribute to this either willingly or unwillingly based on what my, you know, where I am in my consciousness? Mm -hmm. So we don't necessarily have to seek love. It's really like how much love comes to you once you are fully accepting and loving of yourself. Truth. Did y'all hear that? (laughs) I, I mean, I'm over here just like, I mean, she is just giving nuggets this entire podcast left and she right. She said nuggets. Yeah, nuggets. <laughs> spiritual nuggets. Spiritual nuggets. <laughs> but no, Taste it's treats. <laughs> but no, one of the things that I've been saying is like everything, and again, we, it goes into meditation, which is yes. probably going to be one of our Oh, we've got to go deep on meditation. But you know, what, what we're looking for, what we seek outside of ourselves, it first starts with us. So in order for us to really love someone, we can't really truly and genuinely love someone if we don't love ourselves first. Mm-hmm. And so like turning turning everything outside of us off and then digging deep within is 
That's where the love starts with you. That's where the abundance mindset starts with you. That's where that goddess and divine love energy. Ooh. Getting chills. I get a little chill. Um, so I don't know how long we've been chatting, <laughs> but we're coming to our close. So um, I a few housekeeping. To uh, can you? We want you to follow us on our um, IG page at two queens crystal things yes two queens crystal things follow us there where we will t um give sneak peeks into what's coming we will talk about next week's issue and we want to hear from you guys we what do you guys want to hear. hear us talk about what's interesting to you what are you bored of just let us know we may or may not listen um <laughs> we, were, we are here for we you. are here for you because i um i am a joyful servant yes we are a joyful servant so uh uh, let's see there so that's at um and then if you want to follow miss christy edwards uh our crystal healer to get your whole energy right trust and believe trust and believe that energy right follow her at christy c-h-r-i-s-t-i-e like christy love like christy love edwards R. R. Edwards. Yeah. Christy R. Edwards. You all can find me. With an S. And please make sure that you follow Mia at, what's your IG? Wings Unleashed. 444. Wings Unleashed. 444. 444. 444. You can reach me there for, if you are looking for a reading hour. We can talk about some, some, I'm also an empowerment coach. You know, I'm trying to get our babies right because I know who we are. I know the secret, y'all. They for don't want to tell guys, us. She is spot on. She is amazing. Like, she is really talented as far as giving readings. So, definitely, I please get a reading from oh, her. Oh, she's making me blush. Nope. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh no, we're going to be friends. Look, I don't care what you say, what you think, we're going to be friends. So, yeah. Hi, friends. Hey, friends. <laughs> Thank you guys. And yes. next week we're going to hit on some rituals. Yes, rituals. What are they? What do you guys do? Do you need to have rituals? Mm -hmm. Why do we have rituals? What are some easy ones? What do they mean? What's, you know, What's what, the burning what, this, sage? This, this might be some triggers for some people. Right. This might get a little witchy for them. This, yeah, this may. But, like, what is the sage? Love and light, y'all. You know? Everything I do is in love. <laughs> Just start start there and, and come check us out, y'all. <laughs> little stay. See you next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you bye for bye. listening. Bye. bye.